You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride Podcast. And on Twitter, Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the 222nd episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is your 2018 uh, Shawamigan Showdown winner, Tim Super Rookie Hayes in Orlando, Florida. Hey, this is Matt, your 2018 Shawamigan second place silver medal finisher, Matt Allen, sleepy in Minneapolis. And this is Spencer in Boston, where I have no Shawamigan alkalades, uh, unfortunately, or maybe I have all of them. It's hard to say. You got on the podium. Hey, guys. Um hate to break it up here but our long international nightmare is over um we no longer have to worry about a navy blue or a light blue short on the world champion kit um thank god because valverde has the all black shorts and it looks dope it does look good i was hoping for a full body rainbow personally though (laughs) like like the vertical rainbow yeah, I was thinking they would somehow integrate the Movistar Blue into that rainbow. Like it'd be a normal rainbow other than the Movistar Blue would come in, but that might clash with the UCI's specific rules about rainbows. Well, they they do have the specific rainbow, but are you talking the B-World Championship jersey that was around for a couple of years, like where it's like a, a blue field with just the, the rainbow oh, stripes? Oh, no, I was just thinking it, the whole kit would just be one large rainbow. Hmm. Okay. Um. Interesting. But I, I, I like um, the kit. I think the kit looks really good the way it is. I was. I thought it looked pretty. Yeah. I, I thought it looked pretty sharp with the the baby blue movie star instead of like like it would have been it would not have looked good if it was that ecto cooler green movie star of <laughs> yeah two two three years ago. So that's nice. Um. Although I I want to point something out. Did you guys see the Soggins new kit? Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. With this. The, what is it? The Slovenian? He's Slovenian, no, Slovakian, correct? But Slovakian, same Slovakian thing, sorry. Right? No, no, it's not. The Slovakian um, national championship kit, mm. It it's a little too close to the world championship <laughs> kit, in it my opinion. It is pretty close. The, the, well, he's still got the bands. The stripes on the arms. Yeah. The stripes, the bands on the arms are way too thick. In fact, <laughs> I think someone should narc. I think someone should narc to the UCI because the bands... He's trying to steal the shine you know, a little bit. I feel. I think. I feel it's a little. I think they're not too because you get you get. I think you get rule states. You get um, three fourths an inch per win. Aha! Uh-huh. In the world championship, per, so per win. so that's why they're so big. They just and, th- and you've never seen that. This is a rule that came in after Frere was racing, so um, mm-hmm. it wasn't something he was allowed mm-hmm. to do. So it hasn't been an issue before. But that's a. It's deep it in the rule sense. book, Tim. I know you read the rule book it's, really religiously. But it's in there, I, I swear. Well, I, yeah. I'm i not one to narc, but I can tell you <laughs> it's pretty expensive to send a letter to Switzerland. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, I don't. Yeah. OK. Now, one thing I do, I do kind of related um, about Valverde's uh, reveal of the um, 
world championship kit that he's rocking this year. At at the charity ride. Today. Yeah, at the charity ride. Now, you mentioned the shorts, and and I think we're all in agreement that we're glad that they're black. Um, oh, don't even mention it. Don't. I know where you're going. I don't think you do. I know. I know what highway you're about to get onto, and I'm going to tell you right now that there is not an exit for you to get off of Monfrey. No, um, it's it's related to the stripes on 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 Sagan's kit that you were just referring to. Um, the thin, small rainbow stripes around the bottoms of the leg bands on Valverde's shorts. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they hearken to like much like uh Sagan's new kit like oh I've been a world champion before, right? Oh, yeah. I think he's okay. going for the um oh yeah, I've I've been at this level before. Like he's Oh, okay. Like I I feel like there's a little bit in there like you know, this probably should have been mine uh, before hmm. now. Okay, I like Spencer, I apologize. I I did not think you were going there. I thought you were going to bring up the fact that he had navy blue arm warmers on today. Well, that was that's a yeah, that's a whole nother level of tragedy. Um, okay, I thought that the problem I have there is that he is the world champion, and w- what do you do with that? You know, yeah. like you can't say you did it wrong because he is the world champion. Yeah, like it actually. It is what the team kit would be wearing, right? Mm-hmm. The navy blue arm warmers mm-hmm. and leg warmers, and he was right next to teammates wearing the same thing. But um, so you think the leg bands almost are kind of like the I've been here. I before. think I think it's a subtle. I think it's a very subtle um move. Yeah, it's a subtle power move on Valverde's <laughs> part. Is it kind of like when Michael Rasmussen was wearing those bands because he was like the mountain bike world champion and then sure. he was racing the road and you're like, wait, he was the road world champion? And then yeah. someone would be like, well, actually, it's for mountain bikes. So it's almost like if someone's a world champion in, you know, like the kilo. In the kilo or, on the track, or the pursuit like or, or artistic bike dancing or anything like that. Um, oh, yeah. You know. Cycle ball. Cycle ball. Oh, man. Do you think... Do you th- I wonder if Teo Boss ever wore like a Rabobank kit with the stripes on the road. It's possible. Probably. I'm not, yeah. I'm not sure. Did anybody okay. ever notice Teo Boss when he's on the road? Only that one time that he crashed somebody. All right. Well, I think we talked enough about the world championship kit. I think it looks good. I'm ready for another year of a world champion I'm, attacking races and showing well. Sagan, I'm really glad perfect guy to take it that over. the shorts aren't the navy blue to match the arm warmers. I've been thinking about this a lot since you brought up the arm warmers, Tim, and I've come to this conclusion. I am glad that the arm warmers are not black or the shorts are not blue. They need to be different, and although it looks weird, they need to be different because otherwise it'd look like he was just wearing a T-shirt over his regular kit. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That is way. true. Um, and like you said earlier, he is the world champion. He can do as he pleases. Yes. Um, but this still brings me to little guy's idea of the full rainbow kit. Whereas we know that that can't happen. It would be nice if there was the vertical stripe kit coming back of a UCI World Cup, if you said. Mm-hmm. And yes. now, um, Spencer, you've brought to my attention yes. like possibly a uh, maybe maybe this this World Cup jersey that that I hold in such high regard and esteem which i'm sure is going to come back soon mm-hmm. wink wink mm-hmm. um and by soon i mean it's a kid i've been planning on for the last four years but it's Spencer, it's possible it's possible because uh our, our our 
our glorious overlords at the UCI have uh, floated the idea of a brand new. Now, they didn't call it a World Cup, which is what it used to be, but they called it a UCI Classics Series. And this would be one-day races. It would be no one-week stage races. It would be no Grand Tours, but it would be all the one-day Classics. And they said... So the World Tour minus the boring stuff. Basically. Yep. Um, Okay. So UCI Classic Series, it is not set in stone yet. This is not a for sure thing, but the idea was floated um, by the UCI president to set up this series and uh, get all the races on board. And there's obviously some logistics involved there and some negotiations and blah, blah, blah. But how cool would it be? And I think he's angling for a UCI Classic Series, a UCI One Week Series, and a UCI like Grand Tour kind of series. I would imagine would be kind of the three, like it really breaks out the three types of riders. Yep. But a spring classic, or not a spring classic, sorry, a classics series that goes throughout the whole year, hearkening back to the World Cup and that glorious jersey that I know Tim is a huge fan of is all aces in my book. Like you can't go wrong. It, you can't, although the UCI does need to do a little bit of work. Wrong. Just just, just telling everybody yes. right now that if you Google UCI Classic Series, um, the first five or six hits are actually the University of California, Irvine, mm-hmm. and their Classics Department. So if you <laughs> you know are into you know Latin and kind of like ancient Greek society, that's, that's that. It's separate than the UCI Classic Series, which is just a thought right now. It is. It's... But, and if you do a one-week series, Spencer, question. Yeah. What determines what races are in the class? Is Trobro Leone in the classic series? Well, or is it going to be I, just World Cup races? I don't know. See, they mentioned the um, all of the classics. Um, Peru Bay, Flanders, uh, uh, Milan San Remo, Liege, Fla- um, Fletch. And uh, they didn't mention the Japan, Japan Cup, which is weird. But I have to imagine that's in there. Uh, along with, did they mention Lombardia? Well, I think they yes. would mention Lombardia. I think they, uh, Perry Tours, all these. Uh, did fall, Tours make it? I think tours all the fall it. classics were mentioned as well. Okay. Yeah, that was my next question. If 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 the races from this weekend, Amelia uh, um, and uh, Tours made it, so. I'm disappointed if Japan Cup is not in here because we are two weeks out. Yeah, and mm-hmm. um, I did see Education First ago in Japan Cup. Mitch Docker just signed back up for a second year. Excellent. I can't think of a better way to celebrate than Mitch Docker going to Japan for the Japan Cup and reporting on the scene for us. Oh. Yeah. I think that, that sounds good. Very good. He probably wants to just take some time off at the end of the season. But no. So is this is this series basically created for like Vout Van Art versus GVA in two right. years' time? Like what like what's the well, I, th- I think what they've run wow. into is um, the weighting of the points and everything is just there's no way to do it well to not have, you know, whoever wins the tour win the World Cup. You know what I mean? Like uh, these, yeah, these yeah, grand yeah, tours like yeah. weigh heavily into the to the World Cup standings and um, they wanted to break it out. And I, and I think that makes sense because the Grand Tours can stand on their own, even if there's not a series uh, for them. But you don't want to pull them out of the World Cup because then they get all butthurt because that's, world that's what they do. Yes, World Tours, yeah. World 
cup, whatever. Um, Got it. So you create a new series that is just for one day races. And therefore you can be like, well, sorry, sorry, Tour de France. Like you're not a one day race. Pretty simple, pretty so, simple math there. Do you get a leader's jersey? Like, is there going to be a jersey? Do you think? Like, I would I hope so. Because yeah. Okay. So what is the jersey? The, obviously like the I jersey. want the rainbow, yeah. but no, but I'm, I miss the Vuelta jersey of old, the old leader's jersey of the Vuelta, the golden jersey okay. before they went to red. So it's like 2006, 2007. Maybe they can bring that back. That looked sharp. Oh, Were you, you a fan, that? Spencer? I was not a fan. Yeah, I was never a big you, fan you didn't like the. You didn't guys didn't like the gold jersey? You have an nah. interesting just, cause fashion choice. T- to, I feel like it just had to look a little... Uh, it's not classy. It looked like a certain president would like it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So the so we have a one day series, yes. then possibly like a one week, like you win Torino Adriatico, we, we, and then we, you could be going into these other. Right. Ones. We have yep. we have a one day series that you know Sagan or GVA wins. We have a one week uh, potentially. We have a one week uh, stage race series that. That's Ty- Sagan wins. TJ Van no, Richie wins. Port. That's got Richie Port written all over it. Oh, man. It could go anywhere. See? It's already you know he exciting. won't go for it, though. But that would be the one well, thing he's a, he could win. Yeah, he's a Grand Tour guy. Um, yeah, right. That's and then I've obviously, heard. you got the Grand Tours, which everybody already uh, spends all their marketing dollars and training efforts uh, aiming at. And then that's why guys like Mitch Docker can go win the Japan Cup and get some fame and fortune. Oh, so man. yeah, Mitch, How looking awesome forward that to that race report. Um, just email it to us at the slow ride podcast at gmail.com. Just share it in the Google drive or something and, uh, we'll get it up. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. It, God, that would be awesome. our, uh, so our, our ranking in Australia has been plummeting in the two weeks since, uh, he's mentioned <laughs> us. Um, we are still doing pretty good, uh, but we are no longer in the top 10. So I don't know if we need to do an Aussie corner this week. Uh, I don't have yeah. anything other. Than I do that, have a, so. I, I do have a decent Aussie corner. Okay. It's just that last week was the AFL Grand Final, the Aussie Rules Football, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you've heard about this little guy. You may actually find this endearing, but there's a guy that is an ex collegiate basketball player in the United States okay. at like Oklahoma, like a walk on. He's like six foot ten, and he is now the star of the AFL. Oh, good for him! And so he's just really big just dwarfs everybody in the league and he's like the american um superstar of the uh aussie rules um league for a team called collingwood whose nickname are the magpies so there you go the guy's name is mason cox so all right anyways look it up it's a great story there that's enough aussie corner um little guy yeah in the uh the podcast green room you had a wonderful idea and that was, of course, talking about Vout Van Art, who's going through some um, transitions, if if you will, from team to team. We know that he's signed to Yellow Lotto in 2020. Jumbo. Lotto no- doesn't sponsor them anymore. Okay. Well, I'm still going to call it Yellow Lotto. <laughs> okay. Um, but they're going to go to that team. That He is going to go there in 2020. Now, the Kralins team, like he's off that team. And he's kind of rocking around an ugly kit of the world championship kit, or at least the first two world cups. My guess is that he's going to have a new sponsor any moment now for his he cross did. season. He does. Yeah, he, he already does. He does. Okay. But there's a small All team right. and it's only so, for the cross season. So he needs something for road. Okay. He needs something for road. 
And you, your idea was we should come up each with a team that he should go to for a one-year rental. Yeah. Like, where should he go to have the most fun? Yeah. So, little guy, why don't you introduce a little bit well, what you're thinking? I just want to know. What we'll call Wout's Corner. Yeah. And, uh, and then uh, we'll, we'll discuss. Oh, I, I, was, I thought of a really good team, which I think it would be a one-year crazy Crazy experiment, and I was kind of wondering what you guys could think of. I mean, we know he's going to go to Jumbo, like Tim said, so he's got a future there. They're kicking Lars Boom to the corner. They got a new cyclocross star coming to town. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. he's got a year where he could just, he seems like Jumbo doesn't have the money or something because they haven't come up and like tacked a year on. So like, what would be a weird year? What would be a fun year where he can still race the classics though and be on a team that could be a little bonkers? I've got one good idea, like one... Solid idea, but I want to know what team you guys think. Okay. Who do you want to go for? Do you want to go first? I mean, I, I've got an idea. I'll go I first. Mean, I'll go first. Okay. All right. I think I think he should sign to uh, Vanderpool's team. Because, <laughs> and listen to this, listen to this. They, they just got, they just applied for Pro Conti so that uh-huh. Vanderpool can race the classics this coming year. Uh-huh. And, Rather than so that I think this would be so bonkers because one, if Wout joins that team, they're in every classic. I mean, for sure, they've got two guys who you know are going to be awesome. Those dudes seem to be buds, and we know we're going to have this great rivalry at some point. But how crazy would be that instead of instead of having a rivalry, they had to be teammates? Like I think they could actually be really good teammates. They would both be there at the end, and. You wouldn't want to bring either of them to the line. So if one of them attacks, what are you going to do? Right. I think it could be Deep. bonkers and awesome. See, I don't know. I w- if they weren't like th- they're friendly, I'll give you that. I don't know if they're like hanging out with each other. Like, hey, Matthew, how's it going? It's yeah. your boy Vout. Um, but it'd know, be one year club, one year only. I, I think it's just. I think that they are mutually like respectful of each other. Yeah. I think it would be much better if they didn't like each other, like absolutely hated each other. And then they were forced onto the same <laughs> team. And then they had like their own little like, um, clicks within that squad. Yeah. Like, Oh, that's about side of the bus. And that's Vanderpool's side well, of the bus. They might, that would know. be more exciting. Um, but okay. I mean, that's all right. I think what's a uh, Vanderpool's team called little guy. Uh, Bail Bank or something. <laughs> I don't know what they're called. I don't remember. That's they don't people come to the podcast. They don't offer right. um, any financial services in my area. I must say. <laughs> so, so Spencer, are you ready or do you, do you need I mean, me to uh, vamp for you and, and get this mine? got this got sprung on me a little quick, but I think I've got a good idea. Um, you know, okay. Wout, obviously world champion in cyclocross, well known for that. Um, don't really know much about him on the road. We don't know how he do. We've never seen him on the road. So uh, he might be a little bit of a fish out of water, uh, you might say. So you want to make him as comfortable as possible so that when he gets in these quote unquote pelotons, he's going to feel, you know, a little bit at home. And so what I'm, th- yeah, like what I'm thinking, he's never had experience. No, right. no, uh, I don't know. I don't know. What, we don't know how he'll react. We, this is like a scientific experiment. <laughs> um, you know, when you're, combining uh, hydrogen and peroxide you don't know what's going to happen uh could be He's an explosion an unknown quantity yes um completely unknown um so what i'm thinking is to make the transition as natural as possible you get him set up on a bike um with you know like similar to a cyclocross bike so something maybe with a one by drivetrain <laughs> i'm thinking he needs to sign with team aqua blue 
who are obviously a great UCI Continental team that has been uh, showing, you know, really well this year, making their mark, getting some invites to uh, to and some of the bigger the races. They've they're clearly like actually a sound business plan. Yes, to pay the riders. Yeah, oh, yeah. not not a Ponzi scheme. And um, I think that would be a great place for him to start. He wouldn't have to worry about shifting uh, with his left hand at all, um, which I think would put him at home a little bit more at ease. Um, would be a good way to deflect the elbows from Sagan. Yeah, the elbow. Oh, my God. Somebody needs to tell him about that elbow. Yeah. Um, and so, and the, so most, the most exciting part about his uh, road career will be, does he put world champion stripes on the sleeves of his kit? <laughs> Did he have them last yeah. year? Did what do he? you mean? I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, I'm asking Tim. I'm not asking you because you obviously live in some sort of time warp or something. <laughs> Tim, did he have him last year? I don't think he did. I don't remember him. I don't know if the team could afford new <laughs> kits that like were... Because like, I don't know if you know this about the apparel game, little guy, but when you're a world champion or like if you're a past world champion, uh, you actually need to create a whole nother order form for oh, that Oh, wow. Person. A whole order so, form. I don't know if... I don't know if Vout's wow. team was able to uh, pull in a whole new order form. They're like, oh, these are the road kits. Like, you're a medium, try small. It's a, it's a European sizing. Yeah, that's top of order um, form. Now, now, so Spencer's going with the, the glorious team, Aqua Blue, which just, I mean, continues to just turn heads. Yeah. Big, big future. Um, I guess I'm going for a little bit different, uh, maybe a little bit more, um, I guess, conservative approach. Um, some would say that that this team just needs someone to uh, do well in the classics, and it could be exciting because I kind of forgot they existed for a little while. Hmm. Um, and of course, I'm talking about Katusha. Who? And the reason why is it's like I haven't been excited at all about Katusha. The only thing I know about Katusha, for the most part, besides Zacharin kind of doing his thing, is that you have Tony Martin and Alex Dowsett, who are like two of the top time trial. From 2010. From 2010, yeah. No, <laughs> that's, that's absolutely true. And then, you know, who else do they have? Like Nils Pollitt? Yeah, he's good. Yeah, you know, like, like Vout could come in and just absolutely crush it. Yeah, but and like... kind. What do you think? I mean, I don't know. He could do that on any team. He needs some goofball teammates, man. Yeah. No, but Katusha's got the brand. You know, like they, they've, they, they've, they're doing a they've lot got of stuff. The money. They do have the, they are a powerhouse yeah. in cycle. They've got a whole bus for yeah. Wout by himself. If he needs a bus, you know, like yeah, they got Rick Zabel too. Rick Zabel could be his bodyguard. That's true. Like, I, I am really surprised that no one's come up with the money. I know times are tight. Teams are downsizing rider numbers, but I can't believe a world tour team hasn't poached him for a one season. How is sky? How is sky not signed him yet? Well, they just sound, signed Bernal to a five year deal. Five yeah, years like record. I heard it was like record money. It's too, so, so much money, which it makes so that, much sense. But oh my God, five years. That's insane in cycling. Well, people can hit us up at our Twitter account at the slow ride pod to let us know where Wout could, should go for the one year rental. See if uh, Aqua Blue is going to be able to fit in. <laughs> let us know anything about your thoughts on Aqua Blue. Um, let us know uh, if little guy is correct with saying he should go be uh, Matthew Vanderpool's leader out, man. And um, oh, you know, wingman, Maybe wingman team. It's, it baffles my mind. I'm with you, little guy, that like Lotto, Yellow Lotto here can't uh, jumbo, yeah. can't just open up the checkbook for one year earlier. Like that. Yeah. That, that seems so strange to me. It seems really weird that I, yeah, 
I mean, it's instant publicity just for the signing. You get half your half your money back right there, and just I don't know. Yeah, it's really weird. Well, so before we hit into the prem lap, I think the other uh, news I do want to hit because we're kind of talking classics a little bit, and these are two of the well, one is the probably the arguably the greatest living greatest active cyclist sure of her time right now and their time like of professional cyclists that's still racing right now marianne voss yeah um you know peter sagan you're you're dope and everything great job but you still don't hold the candle to what marianne voss has accomplished in her career and well i mean maybe you hold a candle but not very close <laughs> um but marianne voss top-notch yes. athlete yes. and a uh, a role model for all cyclists uh-huh. and then uh greg van evermont both signed to triple c um, triple c the new triple the new team triple c B- bm triple c it you know of. i wanted to call it bm ccc um but we're not going to be able to do that you guys um news has broke recently that the bmc is going away from Team BMC, soon to be CCC, and it is being replaced by Giant. Okay, I have a lot of questions here. First, are you guys the only ones that are having difficulty not being able to call it Triple C Pulsat? Like I, why can't I call I'm it that? that? Are they getting rid of the Pulsat well, part? I know you're going to call it that, little guy, but it's just Triple C. Oh, all right, it's, sure. No, I didn't have trouble with that. Triple C. But BMC going away from their own team? That's kind of like a... Jim Ockwitz, man, follow the money, I guess, huh? That's the end of an era. <laughs> well, BMC didn't have money. It's not like not like Jim didn't want to stay and live off that BMC money for the rest of his life. I'm sure he would have been just, happy to. So is BMC going out of the professional Peloton the way of felt? Uh, I think I mean, they're going to somebody else, but I think at a much lower sponsorship rate, I would assume, than okay. a full team. It, just, it, it seems to me like BMC's entire identity... Yeah, is being on a pro tour team. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they, they're pretty sweet bikes. Like they're they're fun. They're a little Lego looking, but I mean they've yeah. been in the peloton for so long. Yeah. I remember opening up a World Cycling Productions catalog from like 2006, trying to figure out which DVDs I wanted Spencer to send me, mm-hmm. and there was BMC frames in there that I was like, how does that not break? And they and do. one of them had a a Phonak paint job, yeah. and I really really wanted it. Those are awesome, but. And you didn't help me out, Spencer. No. But that being said, because that would be probably a felony. But my my question here, though, is how do they like BMC just not around anymore? Like that's got to kill the brand. Like, sure, they'll be around, but man, they got to be on a top team. They do. Well, and I, and you never know, because um, maybe they maybe they just swap places with Sunweb. Who knows? Because Sunweb is obviously losing the giant brand um, from underneath them. Um, Are they? Yeah, they, it said they're not the thing do, I like, read the specialized said, thing. No, the thing I read said Giant was dropping them to go over to CCC. So Tom Dumoulin finds himself without a steed for next year. At this point, who knows what that'll I'll be? Find something. Um, you know, knowing the way things have gone traditionally in cycling, it'll be specialized. Uh, Sunweb specialized. Um, <laughs> but who knows? Specialized going to be sponsoring half the peloton. Yeah, it'll be like Formula One. Everybody gets the same specialized at the beginning of the season. It would be, you know, that would be... Or like the little 500. Yeah, yeah. or like the little 500. Yeah. yeah. I think that well, would be very boring, but I I kind of, I don't know if I would hate that idea totally. 
Well, here's my uh, total segue into talking about two bike races that happened this weekend that neither of you guys know anything about. Do, 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 do. Saturday, Giro de Emilia, one of my top five races won by DeMarkey, who rides for BMC. Uh-huh. So here we go. Okay. So you guys will like this podium, though. DeMarkey first BMC, Iran second, Drapak EF, education presented by New Balance Shoes. Third, <laughs> Dylan Toons, BMC, and then right off the podium in fourth, Michael Woods, EF Draft Pack, presented oh. by New Balance Shoes. I like that. I like the way they were doing that. Unfortunately, fifth place was somebody else, and they ruined the beauty of the the picture on the poster. But you guys will never go back and watch this, but some of you guys out there in podcast land should because it is one of the top five races of the year, I said when I voted for it, and DeMarkey crushes it and goes on a 30K rampage solo in the rain in the italian hills it's beautiful it was a great race and then today was paris tours which i'm sure you guys both got up early to watch because there was gravel in it this year multiple gravel sections and it was a super awesome race because of it it broke up the race super early and soren anderson of giant sunweb presented by giant sunwebs won the race he attacked Terpstra and this FDJ guy who I'd never seen before. And Terpstra was so mad at the FDJ guy because the FDJ guy couldn't work. <laughs> so if you're uh, like our sometimes co-host Abby out there and you're not a big Terpstra fan, um, just watch this for the upset Terpstra at the end in the last like 10K of the race, like swinging the arm at this bar, dude. Bar hitting. And so is this is the bars? best part. So Soren Anderson goes solo, wins by 30 seconds or something, right? He sold the last 5K. Terpstra and this FDJ guy come to the line and the guy, FDJ guy sits on Terpstra and then tries to outsprint him. Terpstra comes around him and then just pulls even and looks over at him like, fuck you. I can beat you anytime oh. I want. And then just goes just past like a him. little guy racing team. Oh ride. my God. I like it. It's so good. Yeah. You can see he was so pissed. Like the last 15 K of the race a- where he was just like yelling at this guy all the time and like swinging the arms. Oh, beautiful, beautiful stuff. All right. Well, you know, that was a pretty good little guy corner oh, I, here. I may actually watch two, two the final bit. No, really. The last 30K of Paris Tour is awesome. There's a ton of gravel roads. And rather than being just like a peloton of 100 dudes, it splits up into these little groups of 10, 15 dudes, echelons. Then they hit another gravel section. Then they hit the little climbs. Like the second group was like Nason, Van Mark. Like it was solid classics racing. But two dudes whose last race it was was Chavanel's last race hmm. and Jeremy Roy's last race and Chavanel hmm. being Chavanel got in the move got in the like the main break of the day and went out in style in the break all day so you know a little tip of the hat to Chavanel Good. that's it yeah. he's, he's gonna do a time trial because and then he's gonna be actually hang up the bike which is kind of kind of a sad way to go what well, I like that you know little guy Look, you actually did a pretty good job there. I like how you kept it tight. Oh, actually, was thank you, thank you for the um, for the so praise. So yeah, how about we talk about um, how uh, Bling Matthews did on the uh, the race? I'm Joe Dombrowski from Cannondale Drop Pack, and you are listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. Oh, what's that bell mean, Spencer? 
Well, that means we've entered a pre-lap, Tim. Now, what is a pre-lap, you might say? Well, that is where we get to tell you about uh, how that is. That's that is where we. This is the. Uh, this wow. is the part of the show where the sausage gets made. Are we sponsored by Stutters this week. What are we sponsored by this week? You see, the thing about it is, is this show gets made. But it yep. gets made because the people this is where it gets edited. The people that like the show, they come to the show to listen to the the other part of the show, but not this part of the show. But they need to listen to this part of the show because this part of the show is where the sausage happens. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yes. You gotta you gotta look into the eyes of this. So drink more coffee. So drink more coffee from Grimper Brothers. Yes. Go See, you got it. Bit, go to bit.ly slash WAP beans to get your Grimper Brothers full Schleck coffee full beans. Full Schleck coffee beans. Yes, of course. That's what I'm talking about. Um, the Wide Angle Podium uh, Network is supported by Grimper Brothers. They made us a special blend called the Full Schleck. It's a wonderful light roast. Uh, that they source. It changes up a little bit uh, depending on what is in season um, as far as flavor notes and stuff. So it's always a little bit, a little different experience every time you get it. But it is roasted by hand, especially for you when you order. They roast, uh, they take your orders, uh, gather them up over the course of the week, roast them over the weekend, send them out to you. uh, So you have fresh beans to keep you going during the week. And uh, like Tim said, you head over to grimperbrothers.com. Uh, head over to winegopodium.com and click on the Grimper Brothers link. Take you right over there and uh, get yourself some beans. Do yourself a favor. They are delicious. I was uh, out of town this weekend, um, you know, staying away from home, brought the Grimper Brothers beans with me and, uh, yeah. you know, had a little slice of home there uh, out on the road. And it was wonderful. Well, I couldn't agree more. I'm pretty excited and I appreciate the support that Grimper Brothers gives us you can also go to the wideanglepodium.com website and then we have a a, a banner link and also when you're at the wideanglepodium.com check out the other shows um we're going to talk in a little bit about um our friend uh, bill shiken and his show crosshairs radio and some of the coverage he is doing on crosshairs television can't wait to talk a little bit about that and um there's a bunch of other great shows including consummate athlete who continues to put out content on content on content as well-rounded um, also like Bike Shop CX, who uh, basically put, you know, the Wide Angle Podium logo on their van. And it looks pretty cool when it's at the parking lot of Jingle Cross and the Madison uh, UCI race at the Trek Fact, uh, tre- the Trek Cup. So um, anyways, go to WideAnglePodium.com to find out more about our family of shows. Yes, yeah, that is a, a great resource for you if you like bikes and you're bored at work. I uh, can't be looking at websites because people can see you looking at websites, but you can put in your earbuds learn all about cycling on these wonderful podcasts, wideanglepodium.com. Um, one last thing that I wanted to mention before we uh, get out of the preem lap is um, not so much a sponsorship plug as it is a uh, another resource we have here at the Slow Ride Podcast that we I don't think we mentioned enough, but we have a, um, a Slow Ride Podcast page on YouTube that we've got some videos up on that I think uh, people might enjoy if they're bored on the trainer, uh, things like that. We've got some uh, some goofy virtual training videos up and some other things. So check that out as well. 
Ah, absolutely. And then also you can always find us on the Facebook great uh, page that's created the Slow Ride Podcast Super Fan Experience Zone. Uh, just just Google it. I'm sure it will come up. It's going to be fantastic. So with that, I say we uh, get back to the show. All right, guys, we are back, and I'm just going to cut to the chase. Um, We got a couple of reviews. I don't know if I've read these, so I'm just going to pound these out real quick. Uh, Love these guys. Five stars from the SoPro Cycling Show. You guys have great tips, advice, and rumors. Love the show. You guys have inspired me to create my own show, the SoPro Cycling Show. Keep on rocking. Well, good luck into this wonderful game of cycling-themed shows. Uh, You know? Yeah. I can think of many things of advice that we can give that is great. And one of is that um, what you want to do is you want to take all the money that you make and you want to invest it in a high, like very aggressive um, fund, like a, you know, check the fees, but you want like a real nice, super aggressive emerging markets fund. Um, you're just going to make millions. What about, like, We're already what about fantastic. capitalism like, corner again? How about Bitcoin, Tim? <laughs> Would Bitcoin be a good thing to invest in? Maybe Dogecoin ah. might be a little bit better. Okay, can we create but, uh, our own uh, like Valverde coin or something? Oh. How do you do that? How do you oh. get your own coin? This is actually a good idea. People are doing this I'm stuff all to, the time. Wait, let's get one. I'm willing to bet that we have a listener on the pod of the pod that can help us create a Valverde coin. Oh, it's going to be so. Valverde. I think, I, yeah, of course, it's gonna be the Valberde. I don't, yeah, see, I don't see why that wouldn't become the. He's probably trained, trademarked the name. The, you know, you the, gotta go Valberde so we can make t-shirts yeah. and sell it. Well, and we, when we don't get sued, because someday I wanna, I wanna show up with with a bunch of Valberde yeah. coins virtually and buy a car or something. <laughs> I think all we need to do is set up a website to sell them, and people would just buy them from us. But we'll, they're virtual, so we don't actually have to send them anything. It's. It's all. We have to mine them though, don't we? Like you got to go down to the Valberde mines and mine them. Or something? Oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna be we're gonna be mining them all day long as long as people uh, send us their money uh, to <laughs> Slow Red Podcast Valberde Coin at gmail dot com. Um, <laughs> Tim, go register that right now. And uh, I'm I'm already on the way. Okay. Um, I I may have read this review before, but it's so good. Five stars. The tour of Utah of podcasts. It's pretty dumb. You'll probably like it. Ouch. That's that was <laughs> that's an such a good review and a good review at the same time. I f- I feel like you have read that one before, and I and I appreciate it just as much the second time. So I guess that means that people need to go on their iTunes. If you're listening on your iPhone right now, help us out. Leave us a review. Just go click five stars. Um, we've already had one one star review, so. It's already been done, so you're not unique if you do that. Um, so just go ahead and uh, it's no longer that, funny. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, um, we got it. We we do have one email that I that I want to get to. Um, this one's from uh, Michael Michael Stone over in the UK. Hello, lads. Thanks for liking some of my tweets from the tour of Britain. As I had a busy week last week, I've only just listened to episode two eighteen. But if nobody else has chimed in, Spencer just about nailed it with the Jiffy Bag trademark. 
It is indeed a trademark for an envelope, which is basically a bag made of bubble wrap, stuffed into a paper envelope, sometimes with a cardboard sniffner, stiffener, which one uses to send reasonably fragile idol, items through the mail without the post, postal service totaling them. It can be used to transport vials of questionable substances, <laughs> but is generally morally neutral. I, so yeah, I, I, I think um, Michael may be a little bit mistaken because I think I was the one that said it was like a media mailer. Uh, I think I nailed it. I think you guys had no idea. Um, so we do know what a Jiffy bag is. Very, very exciting. I, they could have just said padded envelope. Yeah. I don't think they needed to say, well, like cycling news is not doing any favors for half of their li- readership, yeah, which has true. no clue what a Jiffy bag is. It's a, it's a very uh, UK thing. I, I feel like. Yeah. They could have broken it down. Maybe yeah. brackets after that. I could have said padded mailer after Jiffy yeah. bag, just so we knew. Well, anyways, um, and then he ended it. We we haven't read this email in a couple weeks because of Schwabigan, but he says, I know you're all busy with Schwabigan 40, so I'll keep this short. I hope the wide angle podium press team will have a photographer at mile nine so we can have solid (laughs) proof of the disintegration of little guy's bike. We did. Well, we did. It was about half a mile too, too late, but that was probably my biggest regret, Spencer, is that we didn't take out our phone when he was taking a flat tire. Yeah. Yeah. And then we just rode away from him. Like we could have taken a good video of you and I just watching him change it and be like, ah, see you later. <laughs> and then go. Missed opportunity, guys. It's true. Yeah, totally missed it's opportunity. True. All right, let's get into um, new team news. Uh, first off, One Pro Cycling. They went out. Yeah. About, yeah, like, I'm kind of mad about this. Like, oh, man, we're going to start a women's team. It's going to be the greatest thing ever. And everyone's like, woo, man, this is awesome. This is a way to spend good money. And then I don't have any good money. Almost they immediate. don't have any good they money. They don't have any yeah. money. I, I think that, um, you know, I mean, I definitely brought it up on this podcast when they made that announcement uh, a few months ago. Um, I was excited for it. I think a lot of people were. They were transitioning from a men's team to a women's only team. Uh, and, you know, they got a bunch of hype around that. And they got a bunch of, you know, social media and, and column inches written about them, um, which I'm sure was the point. Uh, unfortunately, I think the point on their side of it was to drum up interest and gain a sponsor, uh, <laughs> you know, where, uh, all of us just thought it was goodwill. Um, you know, and that part had already been taken care of. Turns out not the case and they are folding. Yeah. There is no women's team and, uh, RIP to that whole program. Although they are saying it might come back in 2020. <laughs> Right, like how often do we hear like the team is going to be there the next year? We're going to put the race back. Oh well, yeah, um, but yeah. So um, every now and then it does happen because we do know that the Nature Valley Grand Prix appears to be uh, coming back after that is a one true, year hiatus. right? That is awesome. So every now and then it does it does uh, come back. But um, and then the other uh, big news is Floyd Landis taking that money um, that he got from the Lance the Lance settlement. Mm-hmm. So he won one point one million dollars. And then after lawyers' fees, he had about seven hundred and fifty thousand left, and he is shipping that north of the border to Gord Fraser and the team at Silber, Silber Cycling, mm-hmm. basically taking over that Pro Conti license for domestic or U.S. Uh, Conti license. And uh, Floyd's of Lentville will be the title and appears only sponsor of a development pro cycling team. Yes. Yeah good a couple of questions here sure now i've seen floyd floyd's of leadville jerseys rolling around awfully close to the world championship stripes mm-hmm. i don't know if they're gonna have to change the uh 
the color scheme, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm pretty stoked on this. I think this is a pretty good use of the money. You say um, you're stoked and toked? <laughs> <laughs> wow. it's pretty good. Good work, little guy. That was nice. I I just hope that the team can last a while. Like this is kind of like taking seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars and going to the roulette wheel and putting it all on red. Like, like, ooh, you have a forty eight percent chance that this could work, but even how many hours. times have we seen professional cycling teams so completely how, fold because they're money losing endeavors? Right. Yeah, how much does how much does a a Conti team cost a year? So how much is that? That's going to buy I, us one year. Or is that going to buy us two years? I think it's going to buy you one year because yeah. I or maybe maybe two years if you stretch it really thin. I remember they've got all the stuff already. That, that Toyota United, that Toyota United was one million dollars a year to run as a team. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty good so, bang for your buck, really, probably marketing-wise. Well, so $750,000 in one year for marketing for a company that makes CBO oil extracts. Yeah. I don't know. It's a little... So, yeah, here's here's the thing. Uh, I don't think they're going the Toyota United route, which I... For a lot of people who probably have no idea what that flash-in-the-pan team even was... Um, but you seem to bring up somehow every week on this podcast. <laughs> up a lot. It's the new hint yeah. <laughs> Um I don't know that they're gonna blow all their money on big Toyota trucks and like bad kits that they're gonna try to sell retail and whatever um models to they had the bikes, they sold the bikes too. Yeah, quote unquote swan years and stuff. Um they're like old school aqua blue. Yeah, kind of. Um <laughs> it lasted just about as long. Um but uh, I think 750k can get you uh, quite a ways um, as a developmental team, as a U23 team, as a you know racing domestic only team uh, if you if you do it right. And uh, taking over this Canadian team for Floyd uh, seems you know a little a little weird. Like why wouldn't you be a US team? But well, um, weed is legal in Canada at this point, right? Uh, they're voting on it very soon, actually, Tim. Very soon. So it's an interesting uh, marketing ploy that he's got going on over there. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense because the structure of that team's in place. So it's not, he doesn't have to start a new team from the ground up. He just has to basically give Gord the money and have I, him I'm work st- out the details. I'm stoked for it. I'm stoked for it. And I appreciate his goodwill to, like, like he said in the interviews, to provide some closure to like the whole ordeal and like provide opportunities for, uh, de- uh, you know, developmental riders. Right. I just, it is. It is I mean, definitely. Look, if I won Powerball, if I won Powerball, I'd build a new velodrome. I would never see the money ever again. But yeah. I'd build the velodrome. I would buy a barge so we could go up and down the Mississippi River right, together. Yeah. We've talked about this before many you. times. And and you know, like those are definitely money losing ventures. Uh-huh. But I mean, but what what. What would you buy with that money, Tim? That would be a stick in the eye to the guy that tried to ruin your whole life. That's the question that I have because I would buy his old team. Oh, right. Like I would call up Axel Merckx and be like, hey, Axel, ditch the zero, get with the hero, and, you know, Mm -hmm. let's have our new team. Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, that's that's almost what he did. Um, You know, this, this is a, uh, oh, I'm sorry, are you banned from cycling for life? I'm going to start a team. You know, like... Yeah, it is pretty good. It's, you know, oh, 
are you banned from cycling for life? I'm going to use your money to start this team. <laughs> like there's a little bit of that there, like for sure. And, uh, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. You guys. Yeah. Uh, I, I love this. It's, kind it's of all this for is, the good of cycling. Good yeah. Like there's no real downside to this. Like love them, hate them, whatever. Like it's a new team. Young pros get jobs so, and, uh, everybody wins. Yeah. All right. Well, um, Let's uh, we we mentioned it a little bit in the pre lap. Uh, Bill's uh, Crosshairs Radio and Crosshairs Television. Yeah. I just want to point out that the Charm City Cyclocross flyover that Bill had like drone coverage and footage of. Mm-hmm. This is the most impressive flyover I've ever seen, and they didn't even go underneath the flyover. They only uh, flew like, over. They, well, they only climbed over. Like is this thing is three stories high. Really? Little guy. That's really Three high. Three stories high. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, and it is long. It is, <laughs> this is a structure. Yeah. Is it built out of scaffolding like all the Euro races that have the yeah. crazy yeah. scaffolding ones? Okay. Is it anything near the Belgian national championships from two, three years ago, the one that went over the freeway? Or is this just, it's not quite that probably. It's basically the same. Okay. Well, that's impressive. It's maybe not that big. That one was. It's, that one was. Pretty I think monstrous. it's. This I think one it's is twice huge. as big as that one was. <laughs> that was. Yeah. That was like three city blocks. <laughs> but yeah. All right. I'll check yeah, it this out. This one's about six six city blocks. They, they got a. They basically did <laughs> the it the right way. They there. called up. They did it right way because they called up a scaffolding sponsor. Yeah. And then it was like you don't even need to give us money, just do stuff that you do anyway. <laughs> that's awesome yeah and this thing is going to be amazing yeah and it make, you make it sound like on a on a saturday the scaffolding guys usually just show up to a park and build a giant structure like they're like we were doing this anyway we didn't know if we brought a little I tape th- bike race I would think, show up too yeah i think you're onto something little guy i think that the, all those scaffolding guys wanted to do that forever like and yeah. never were able to like i'm so and, sick and of just going up next to a building one yeah one day the phone rings and it's that call it's like Hey, they're like, bring all your stuff. Build us a big yeah. weird thing in the middle <laughs> of the park. True. I mean, I'll hey, often bring all your stuff. Things, yeah. Bring all your stuff and all of those pieces that you never are able to use because you're only used to building scaffolding twenty stories high. That's only like a meter wide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, bring all the fe- the special stuff from your erector set, um, and they get it done. They check it out. Crosshairs Radio, Crosshairs Television. It's amazing. Uh, it's on uh, the Crosshairs Instagram um, as well. So something you'd want to see. Yep. Spencer, you had uh, brought something to my mind on the uh, the, the Slack channel. And uh, I had no clue what you were talking about. But um, I have been going to Amazon and just pressing F5 every single time because I'm just searching for a Peter Sagan book. Book? And that's all your note said. All you said was Sagan's book. Yep. And I've just been searching like crazy for it and I can't find it. Well, it's out uh, in in Europe now, uh, and he's touring around, um, you know, on his promo tour for it. It will be released in English. It will be here eventually. I don't know when, but um, there's been some excellent uh, Peter Sagan, uh, you know, stories coming out about this okay. about this book. Um, What's it about? A biography? It is. It's a biography. Um, there was uh there's a, a, a story that they're using for promo um about Perry Roubaix 
and him being in a break with uh, Delier and uh, some other guy who I can't remember who got dropped. Uh, the Belgian kid from Red Lotto, I think. Yeah. Um, maybe I can't remember his name anyway but Sagan's stem came loose as we all famously remember and uh, before the team car got there with the 5 millimeter to help him out he tried to straighten it himself by smashing his own front wheel into the rear wheel of this Belgian rider while they were riding Uh, oh like, like he went up behind him to do like the old like yeah, I'm going to like, oh, wow, he won't fall down because it's his rear wheel. It's my front wheel, but I know it's about to happen, so I won't fall down. And hopefully if I hit it with enough force, I can junk my bars straight again because they were yeah. askew. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Did that work? So he, he ram basically like, you know, runs into this kid's back wheel. And I guess the kid was like, hey, what are you doing? And Sagan's like, oh, sorry, sorry. I'm just really tired. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't work. Yeah. So then a, f- a few hundred meters later, he tried it again three times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess the kid just, just swear at him and called him an idiot and like all this stuff. And he was like, oh, oh sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Still didn't work. Yeah. Race within a race. Some of the stories you don't get to hear. I am super pumped to uh for this book to come out in This is in already US. better than the uh Thomas Decker book and I thought that was Or or good. Life so. According to G or whatever. Um oh, that's a classic. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to this one. Um stories like that in there. Uh you know, he the excerpt I read, uh he, he referred to himself as an idiot before <laughs> before that kid called him an idiot, but it's not not too often you get to uh, call the world championship world champion an idiot uh, legitimately. So, uh, well, I can't believe he um, he just announced that to the world in his book because now he's gonna just get um, you know DQ'd retroactively because the UCI is so into. Oh, rules. it's yeah. What's great is that um, that kid had no idea what he was doing and didn't know until the story <laughs> came out. And now he's like, oh, that's what he was doing. I remember that. Yeah. What an idiot. So. Pretty great stuff. Now that's a that's a great story. That's a that's a great way I think to uh, end the pod this week. Um, I would like to thank all of the listeners of the Wide Angle Podium Network. I'd like to thank Grimper Brothers Coffee. Go to bit.ly/wapbeans to order up some full schleck for yourself. I'd like to thank BK One of Rhyme Stars Entertainment for the track "Radio Du Cannibal" off the album "Tema Du Cannibal." And most of all, this is Tim in Orlando, Florida. Second most of all, this is Matt in Minneapolis. And least of all, this is Spencer in Boston, reminding you to always wave at all your fellow cyclists that you see out on the road. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod.
little guy, no one's going to tell that you spilled all your <laughs> beer and your water all over the floor. It's just this water. Totally cool. Just water. This is all going to get edited out in post. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, you know what I wanted to mention was the, um, do you guys see that DeGent and Tim Wellens are going to ride back to Belgium from Lombardy next week? They're yeah. going to go bike touring yeah. together. Is that not the cutest thing you've ever seen? I mean, yeah, if you want to steal the thunder from Larry Warbass and um, Connor Dunn, you know, and Team Aqua I do. Blue, one of the best teams. Wait, so they're not supposed to, so they're not allowed to do nope, it? it's been done. <laughs> so <laughs> no. I guess we should have never started our podcast. <laughs> Wait, there's other podcasts? <laughs> um, well, not about no, cycling. I, I know those guys, those other guys did, but um, I still thought it was really adorable and 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 DeGent, it's like DeGent, DeGent had what, like a million racing days this year and he's in the break every day. He just can't stop. Yeah. How could he have a million racing days when there's only 365 days in a year? Ooh. Oh, shit. Yeah. You caught me in a lie. <laughs>